Hello and thank you for joining me. I'm Louise Harnby and in this episode I'm reading my free guide The Different Levels of Editing in which I explain the differences between developmental editing, line editing, copy editing and proofreading. Introduction. Every writer needs to edit. Editing isn't a catch-all activity that can take a book from patchy to perfect in one pass. Each of the stages requires a deep and specialist focus. Ensuring you're editing at the right level is essential if you want to be efficient. Think of the editorial process like a play with several acts. Sourcing feedback from beta readers, manuscript evaluation, developmental and structural editing, line editing, copy editing and proofreading. And essentially there are two levels of work going on the macro and the micro. The macro is where developmental editing and manuscript evaluations take place. Developmental editing is also sometimes called content editing, substantive editing or structural editing and manuscript evaluations might be called manuscript reviews or editorial critiques. This is big picture work that looks at your novel as a whole, focusing on how your book works, so stuff like structure, plot, flow, point of view, characterisation and pace. On the micro level, this is where line editing, copy editing and proofreading are to be found. It's sentence level work that looks at the text on a line by line and word by word basis. It ensures your readers don't trip up. Standard grammar, spelling, punctuation are focal points, but at copy editing and line editing levels, clarity and readability are in play too. Proofreading is the final pre-publication check to catch any snafus that have been missed during the previous rounds of extensive professional revision. Some writers will seek help with all the levels of editing. Others will do everything themselves. Most, though, find a halfway house, commissioning assistance with the levels they struggle most with. The mainstream publishing industry knows a thing or two about bringing high-quality books to market, and so it should. It's been doing it for long enough. Publishers take their book through, books through multiple rounds of editing, and the writer who seeks to mimic that process is the writer who's least likely to garner negative reviews and the most likely to build fans. That's key because fans won't just buy this book, they'll buy the next book and the one after that and the one after that. Some editors offer all the levels of editing, others specialise in specific services. A professional editor, whatever their focus, should be able to advise an author on the different levels of editing and the order of play. Stage 1. Beta Reading Authors send drafts of their novel to test readers in order to receive feedback on structural issues such as plot, pacing, characterisation, writing style and reader engagement. This is not the place for uncovering micro-problems with spelling and grammar. Beta reading might be free via, say, a writing group or a critique partner, but some professional editors provide paid-for services, sometimes called early reviews, that provide guidance on the next best editing steps. It's a good first step for those who want someone else to take their novel out for a test drive before deeper levels of intensive editing begin. Stage two, developmental editing. Developmental, structural or story editing is the shaping stage where decisions that affect how the novel works as a whole are made. Plot, story arc, structure, pacing, characterization, genre, narrative point of view and tense. Good fiction writing tells a story. When the reader has finished the journey, they should feel satisfied by the experience of reading your work. They'll have been taught what they sought to learn. They'll understand a character's motivations, who or what was blocking them, and how those obstacles were resolved. They'll know why X, Y or Z happened, who was responsible and why. Now the journey might be bumpy. There are peaks and troughs, action, contemplation and deduction, 
all of which are structured and paced so as to engage the reader as the story unfolds. And someone is telling that story, an external narrator perhaps, or one or more of the characters. The narrative points of view deepen the reader's engagement when handled with care and clarity. The characters have personalities, histories, voices, and their own space and place in the novel. Developmental editing is where your story is tested and revised so that readers want to turn the page. An alternative, manuscript evaluations and critiques. Critiques can be thought of as mini-developmental edits. A professional editor provides a report that analyses the strengths and weaknesses of the writing and what the author can do to improve their work. Unlike full developmental edits, no changes are made to the book file. They're an affordable first step for any author who wants to learn how to implement their own structural revisions. An additional option, sensitivity and diversity reading. This is a niche form of evaluation in which a specialist reports on the potential misrepresentation and devaluation of marginalised others. Readers are looking out for cliched, harmful, biased or false content and non-inclusive language. Sensitivity readers focus on how others' identities are represented in terms of race, sexuality, gender, physical ability, mental and emotional health, political beliefs, religion, age, culture and socio-economic status. Others identify potential problems with how those who have experienced abuse, trauma, violence, bigotry, illness, bereavement and poverty are portrayed. They're a valuable addition to the editorial process for authors who want to positively diversify the voices in their fiction but don't have the lived experience of the individuals or groups that they're writing about. Identifying goals and selecting a sensitivity reader with the appropriate experience is essential. Stage 3. Line Editing Line editing is the smoothing stage where sense is checked and flow mastered such that the reader is driven to stay on the page and immerse themselves in the story's world. Good writing acknowledges that readers absorb words in a certain way. In the West, we read from left to right and top to bottom, regardless of the device through which the book is delivered. Though our brains allow us to take in more than one letter and one word at a time, unless we're scanning, we move through sentences from start to finish. Those sentences should say what they need to say and only that. Too many words or repetition of what's already known can make a reading experience boring and frustrating. Authors can play with sentence length and language style to reflect the historical period, genre and the mood of a given scene. And punctuation is not about pedantry. It's a powerful pacer that can evoke tension and impart clarity. Think of line editing as the stylistic part of the editing process. If a strong story compels readers to turn the page, line editing is what helps them want to stay on it. An alternative, mini line level critiques. These are mini line and copy edits. Again, no changes are made to the book file. Instead, a professional editor provides a report that analyzes the strengths and weaknesses of sentence level craft. Using examples from the book file, the editor will suggest recast to dialogue and narrative with a view to improving line level flow, pace, drama, and readability. They'll also offer advice on layout, spelling, punctuation and grammar conventions. These are an affordable first step for any author who wants to learn how to implement their own sentence level revisions. Stage 4. Copy editing. Copy editing is the correcting stage where inconsistent or incorrect spelling, grammar and punctuation are attended to and where logic is checked such that the reader is allowed to follow the story without distraction. Compelling writing makes readers forget that they're reading. It's devoid of that which would trip them up and pull them out of the story. Copy editing removes those distractions. 
Style sheets are the author's and editor's friend. They record decisions on the language choice, for example, American or British English, style, for example, IS or IZ spellings, both of which are standard in British English, proper noun spelling, character traits, location identifiers, the book's timeline, use of idiom, dialogue treatment, how numbers are rendered, how capitalization and hypernation are handled, and a hundred other decisions. Many professional editors carry out line and copy editing simultaneously because they're complementary processes. Stage 5. Proofreading. Proofreading is the quality control stage where any final literal errors and layout problems are flagged up such that the book is fit for publication. Since human beings are doing the editing work, it's rare for a book to get to the pre-publication stage without a few snafus remaining. During the previous rounds of editing, new errors might have been introduced by accident, and the design process can cause problems too. Some elements of the book, a heading, a paragraph, a footnote, might be formatted inconsistently and incorrectly. Think about indents, line spaces, end-of-line word breaks, page number chronology, running heads and alignment, just for starters. Proofreading is the final line of defence. The order of play. There's a logical order of play when it comes to editing. Think of it like building a house. Developmental editing is the laying of the foundations and, and building the structure. Line editing and copy editing are like plastering the brickwork, painting the walls and sanding the floorboards. And proofreading is where you move in the furniture and fill in any tiny cracks that have appeared. Swap the order around and you'll end up in a pickle. At best you'll waste time, at worst you'll waste money. Let's imagine you invest in smoothing your prose and eradicating most of the spelling, grammar, punctuation and consistency problems with line editing and copy editing. Then you discover a gaping plot hole that requires you to move two chapters, rewrite three and make 75 sentence level tweaks throughout the rest of the book. Those are structural amendments. Every move, every deletion, every rewrite and every tweak brings with it the chance of damaging the line and copy editing work. That's time and money down the drain. Summing up. Damp won't do. Soak yourself in the different stages of editing and do them in separate passes. Let's return to our building analogy. Think about how difficult it would be to build a wall and plaster it at the same time. It's the same for editing. The author or editor who's working on the big picture elements of the novel will not be fully focused on the story if they're also worrying about the flow of each sentence and the placement of each comma. When we're working at sentence level, we're immersed in the prose, line by line, word by word. When we're working at story level, we're immersed in the journey, chapter by chapter, scene by scene. Immersion is deep mental involvement. If you try to do too much at the same time, each of the editing stages will be shallow. Don't forget that story level shaping work always comes first. Only then should you follow up with the smoothing and correcting that line and copy editing provide and finish off with quality control on the proofs that attends to any remaining errors and layout problems. That's the end of this reading. I hope you enjoyed it. Bye for now.